Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. If you're new to the podcast, I'm a retirement planner in St. Louis, Missouri, so I spend my days helping people, my clients, make better choices when it comes to their retirement planning, and I created this podcast to discuss all the different topics related to a successful retirement plan and all the components that go into it. So I use this podcast as kind of a voice and really a teaching mechanism that you can learn from all the different topics we uncover. Now, on today's episode, we are going to talk about backdoor Roth IRAs. We're going to talk about Roth 401ks and my thoughts on those, where they're applicable, how they can be used. So you'll definitely want to stay tuned to this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. Because the Roth IRAs and and Roth 401ks in general, they're such an important tool and they can really, really be useful and help out your tax situation in retirement and for the rest of your life. So it's a really important tool. And we're going to talk about the backdoor Roth IRA, the Roth IRA, and the Roth 401k. So stay tuned to this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to remind listeners to check out my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. Again, that's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. Like so many listeners have done, I would invite you to send me your questions, whether it's on a question about a backdoor Roth IRA or maybe your Roth 401k. At the bottom of my website, it says, ask Greg a question. I'd be happy to get back with you and offer my best advice. While you're on the website, you can listen to all our previous episodes as well as check out our free resources, such as my 2021 tax planning guide, my secret sauce to retirement, my couple's guide to a dream retirement. They're all there available for free on the website. So check them out. Let's get into today's episode. We wanted to talk about backdoor Roth IRAs, Roth IRAs, and Roth 401ks. We all like these accounts because your money can grow tax-free for the rest of your life. So that's a great thing. So let's talk about Roth IRAs, when they came about. And what's interesting is Roth IRAs are kind of a newer animal, so to speak. They haven't, you know, historically speaking, they came as a result of the 1997 Taxpayers Relief Act, And 1998 was actually the first year you could contribute to a Roth IRA. And at that point, the maximum contribution was $2,000 a year. So it wasn't a whole lot of money. And I find it funny, Senator William Roth was one of the key sponsors of getting the 1997 Taxpayer Relief Act passed. And it did with all of his work. And they named the Roth IRA after Senator Roth. So he kind of takes credit for the whole thing. And believe me, Roth IRAs are, I'm a huge, huge proponent. If you've been a subscriber of the podcast, you definitely know how much I strongly encourage people to utilize a Roth IRA or a backdoor Roth IRA if they can. So since Roth IRAs haven't been around, historically speaking, that long, if you meet someone in their 80s or 90s, well, they probably retired possibly before the Roth IRA even came out. So they may not have any money in their Roth IRAs unless they were doing some Roth conversions. And by Roth conversions, I mean 
taking money out of your IRA, paying the taxes on it, and doing a conversion, which then moves the money into a Roth IRA, which it can grow tax-free for as long as you live. So in 2021, there are income limits. So if you make a certain amount of money, you might be prohibited from even contributing to a Roth IRA. So just to give you an example, there's kind of a phase out. And so for a married couple that files jointly, it starts at the phase at starts at $198,000. So definitely check with your tax advisor, your financial advisor to make sure you're eligible to contribute directly to your Roth IRA. To make it even more confusing, some people have access to a Roth 401k through their employer. Maybe it's a Roth 403b. And this is a big, big hot button for me. Not all 401ks have the Roth feature. Same with the 403bs. I think there should be a law that says, hey, if you have a 401k, you have to include the Roth portion, the Roth element. If you have a 403b, same thing. You need to allow participants to contribute to the Roth if they want to. Typically, the smaller 401ks, whether it's a doctor's office or just really a small business, typically they don't offer the Roth 401k just because the administration costs may be more. So keep that in mind. I, I have plenty of clients that don't have access to a Roth 401k through their employer. It's just not offered. So definitely check with your benefits department to see if that's even an option. And you're going to realize that it's not the standard. It doesn't have to be offered to you. It should be, in Greg Gonzalez's opinion, every 401k should have a Roth element. Same thing with the 403bs. We should keep it standard across the board. Let's make it fair for everybody. Give them access to the Roth 401k or Roth 403b. The benefit of having the Roth 401k, the Roth 403b is there's no income limit. So if you make a whole lot of money, a half a million dollars, yeah, you may be prohibited from contributing to a Roth IRA, but you can still contribute to the Roth 401k through work, Roth 403b through work. There's no income limitations. Roth 401ks are different than Roth IRAs. And one more thing before I go on to the backdoor Roth IRAs, with a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b, when you retire, please, please, please roll that into a Roth IRA at some point, or at least by the time you hit 72. And why do I tell you this? Because Roth 401ks and Roth 403bs actually have a required minimum distribution, meaning the federal government makes you take money out of it, even though you're taking money out tax-free, but they make you take a small amount out every year for the rest of your life once you hit 72. With Roth IRAs, there is no required minimum distribution. So in my opinion, it makes sense once you hit 71, let's roll that old Roth 401k into a Roth IRA, then you will not be forced to take required minimum distributions. I hope that helps. It's a terrible, terrible rule as far as RMDs and Roth 401ks, Roth 403bs, but keep in mind the penalty if you don't take those is 50%. So you don't want to have that penalty. 
Now, there has been a lot of talk over the years about Roth IRAs and and the governments wanting to put restrictions on them. But if you fall under the income limits, right, I mentioned for a married filing jointly, a couple married filing jointly in 2021, if your income's under 198,000, you can contribute up to $6,000 each per year, as long as you have earned income of $6,000. What if your wife is a homemaker or your husband is a stay-at-home dad and doesn't have any earned income? Well, if the other spouse is the breadwinner and let's say makes $50,000, great. If you're under 50, you can contribute 6,000 to each person, each spouse's Roth IRA. That's pretty cool. If you're over 50, they give you an extra $1,000, whip de doo so you can contribute up to $7,000 each once you reach age 50. They call that the catch-up contribution. And even if you have a part-time job in retirement, let's say you make $5,000 a year. Well, guess what? There's no age restriction, so you can be 80 years old, still uh, working part-time, making $5,000 a year, and you could contribute theoretically to your Roth IRA up to your earnings, $5,000. If you made $8,000 and you're 80 years old, you can contribute up to $7,000. So they don't, with Roth IRAs, the most you're able to put in per person is six or $7,000 per year. So it's not a whole lot. That's why the Roth 401ks, if you're under 50, I believe the limit's like 19,500, If you're over 50, it's like 26,500. So you can put a lot more money in a Roth 401k or Roth 403b through your employer than you can a Roth IRA. And I wanted to bring up this article that was called The Lord of the Roths. It was from earlier this year from June from Justin Elliott was the author. And in this article, it said the average Roth IRA balance in this country, the end of 2018 was 38,108. And this article went on to kind of tell a story about this individual. His name is Peter Thiel, or Thiel. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. But he was the co-founder of PayPal. So very, very wealthy guy. And he used the Roth IRA, and it was never intended to be used like this, but essentially he's been able to do either conversions or contributions And he has $5 billion inside of his Roth IRA. The article went on to say that Warren Buffett, at the end of 2018, only had $20 million in his Roth IRA. But the federal government does not like these very, very wealthy people. And this story, Peter Thiel or Thiel, he's got $5 million in a Roth IRA growing tax-free. That was kind of not the intended use when you go back to 1997 when Senator William Roth created the Roth IRA with a $2,000 annual contribution limit. So this co-founder of PayPal, Peter Thiel, or Thiel, now has $5 billion growing tax-free. And you can imagine the federal government does not really like that. Because that $5 billion is growing, it's earning interest, there's probably capital gains, and that's all tax-free, protected inside of his Roth IRA. So there has been a lot of talk in, you know, in Congress and the government whether they're going to put a cap, a ceiling, on 
the limit of Roth IRAs. So we're, if we're going to say, okay, the most you can have in there is 10 million, or whether we're going to do a Roth conversion limit every year. So far, nothing has passed. They haven't really agreed on anything yet. But you can imagine, I mean, having $5 billion tax-free in an account like that, I mean, I don't think that really that's what the Roth IRA was intended for. I mean, good for him, I guess, you know, having that (laughs) foresight. I just hope that the average middle-class person out there doesn't suffer any repercussions because of the wealthy like this, literally hoarding money in these Roth IRAs, and then now Congress steps in and they decide, oh, well, you can't do that anymore. And it ends up, you know, backfiring on the middle class and it restricts them from utilizing the Roth IRA like it was intended to be used in the beginning. So there's been a lot of talk of, okay, how long are Roth IRAs going to be around? Are they going to put restrictions or limitations on them? And there's always that person that kind of ruins it for everybody. And this is kind of one of those stories, in my opinion. So good article. You should check it out. Lord of the Ross. It's, it's very, very interesting. But also, I wanted to get into the backdoor Roth IRAs. I get so many questions from clients, from listeners on the backdoor Roth IRA. So if you're what the we call a high-income earner, and that's kind of an ambiguous term, right? How much does that really mean? What's high income to someone is not high income to another person. But let's just say you're above that. We're going to say married filing jointly in 2021. Let's say you make $300,000. So you're well, your household income is well above that threshold, the $198,000. So you can't contribute through the front door into a Roth IRA. Let's say you're over age 50 and you want to contribute your $7,000 to your Roth IRA still. Well, you can do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA. And what this means is you open up an IRA and you do what's called a non-deductible IRA contribution. Well, what does that mean? A non-deductible IRA contribution. So if you contribute to an IRA, you're able to deduct the $7,000 off on your taxes. But what we're saying is don't do that. Don't deduct it on your taxes. And what you'll need to do is file a form 8606. Your tax preparer will probably be familiar with that. And it's basically letting the IRS know that you're making this contribution, but you're not taking the tax deduction on it. Then what you can do is, assuming you have no other money in an IRA, you can do what's called a Roth conversion. You convert immediately the $7,000 into a Roth IRA. And guess what? Now your money is in a Roth IRA where it can grow tax-free. There has been a lot of talk about how long is uh, the government going to allow this to keep going on. But so far, you can still do it for 2021. We've had clients doing it for several years that their income is high enough where they can't contribute to a Roth IRA directly. They have to kind of do this extra step with a backdoor Roth IRA. And yes, there may be a small administration fee to do the conversion. Some custodians I'm familiar with may charge you $25 to convert the non-deductible Roth, you know, the $7,000 into your Roth IRA. But it's a way for the high income people that still want to contribute to that Roth IRA to do so. 
without going through the front door and contributing directly to it. So it works out really, really well for the high income earners. So when you hear backdoor Roth IRA, just think, okay, that's the higher income earners. And one thing that I will say, just to kind of warn people, is if you have an existing IRA with a bunch of pre-tax money, I'll just do a really quick example. Let's say somebody is 55 years old. They've got $7,000 in a IRA that's all pre-tax money. They want to contribute a non-deductible $7,000. So now they have $14,000. And then they say, okay, I want to then convert $7,000, that same $7,000 into my Roth. So what the IRS does, and and your tax advisor can help you with this, is they're going to say, okay, the IRS is going to say half of that money is pre-tax, half of that money is non-deductible, right? You put it in there, didn't take the tax deduction. So they're going to say you're converting seven. So that's 50%. So what you're going to do is you're going to actually, by converting, you're going to pay taxes on $3,500. And then the other $3,500 is considered part of that non-deductible IRA. So then that would be tax-free. I hope that makes sense. So it's kind of a ratio of how much money is pre-tax and how much money is non-deductible contributions. So definitely want to make sure you have a good tax advisor and a good financial planner like myself to help you with this because you don't want to pay more taxes than you need to. And you really need to understand what you're doing. So the whole idea, people ask me, why are you so passionate about a Roth IRA? Well, a couple things. A Roth IRA can provide you tax-free income in retirement. So that's going to do a couple things. Why that's important is your Social Security, for most people, it's going to be taxable, especially the higher your income goes, the more of your Social Security is taxable. If you have a pension, guess what? That's taxable. So if you have a piece, if you have a stream of income in retirement that is tax-free, to me, there's nothing better than that. And what you can actually do is you can actually reduce your overall taxes in retirement by having an income that's, that provides tax-free income. And then that way, your Social Security and your pension wouldn't be taxed as much as they would be if you were drawing it maybe out of an IRA or a traditional 401k. So it allows you some maneuverability with your your taxes in retirement, and you can actually kind of pick and choose which accounts you're drawing from in retirement. Also, when it comes to beneficiary planning, just think about it. Would you rather leave your children or causes that you're passionate about a $100,000 Roth IRA or a $100,000 traditional IRA, or maybe it's a 401k? Well, guess what? If they get the Roth IRA, It's all tax-free. They don't have to pay taxes on it. If they inherit the IRA or the traditional 401k, they're going to pay ordinary income taxes. So we're talking federal. Most states do tax IRA distributions. Some don't. Illinois is a perfect example. They do not tax IRA distributions. So in other words, your heirs would just pay federal income taxes if you leave them and an IRA or or a 401k. So in reality, let's just say they're paying 22% taxes on a $10,000 withdrawal from that IRA. Well, guess what? They're going to end up with $7,800 after they pay the taxes versus if they took $10,000 out of that 
Roth IRA that you left them, it's all tax-free. They get the whole $10,000. And the rest of it, the remaining $90,000, continues to grow tax-free for them. So it's a pretty good deal. I can think back years and years ago, probably when I was 17, 18, and learning about Roth IRAs and how they worked. And I had to think about it and saying, wait, so you're telling me there's an account that I put money, I pay the taxes on it, put money into it, and it grows tax-free for as long as I live. And I never forced to take distributions from it. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. And I can invest it any way, really, that I want. Yes. That's the power of the Roth IRA, something that's going to grow tax-free. And in this day and age, with all this talk of taxes going up, because we got to pay for this stuff, and I won't get political here, but we got to pay for this stuff at some point. Taxes have to go up to pay for all these handouts, all the stimulus, infrastructure plan. So I hope this episode has helped you understand the Roth IRAs, the backdoor Roth IRAs, The Roth 401ks and Roth 403bs are a a different breed, different animal completely from a Roth IRA because they're offered through your employer. There's no income limitations to them. The maximum annual contributions are a lot higher, just different. They have different rules. So I hope that's explained a lot. If you have questions, check out my website. You can send me your question at the bottom of the website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And I will see everybody next week for the next episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The Smart Vester program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor Smart Vester are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC.